The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burning. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey there, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. 612-627-8000 is the number to call. 612-627-8000. Hittnergroup.com. H-I-T-T-N-E-R group. All one word. Hitnergroup.com and we are rolling into the real estate market for 2023 and it's actually looking pretty doggone good. I had a conversation with a with an, uh, another agent from another company uh, uh, this week and we we're just kind of talking about the market and it's just like, you know, this is like real real estate that we're doing now. Mm-hmm. It's it, real real estate. It's real real estate. I mean, it just really is. It's just, you know, you got to make the deal. You got to you got to do your prospecting. You got to reach out to the people that you that you know and be in the market. And when you're in the market and uh, and serving your community, good things happen. And so you know the order taking days where people can come in and not know anything about anything and and uh, sell a few houses a year. That's that's not the that's not the market that we're in. And I don't think that's the market we're going to be in for some time. I think it's fantastic. And I, I just think it's wonderful. We put a market on the uh, house on the market this week uh, in uh, northeast Minneapolis. Little two bedroom house with one one uh, one bathroom, great big garage, and uh, lots of showings. Just a ton of showings. Hmm. Good showing activity. Well, we're getting multiple offers now. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Again. So on one hand, you get. Three percent seller pay closing costs. You get this. You get this. On the other hand, we lost out because there are six offers. To understand? Yeah, and we've been waiting for uh, some contingencies to be removed. And some townhomes that have kind of been sitting over the holidays. Now they sold. Boom, bitty, boom, bitty, boom. Contingencies removed. It just seems like the market now, as we approach Super Bowl, uh, is uh, starting to getting her fired up. I got a house coming up. on the market in Minneapolis this weekend. Yeah. Put it on coming soon. Got some showings rolling in. Yeah, so a great place. It's like five hundred and fifteen thousand um, bucks. It was a teardown in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Cool house. It's got all the things that you would hope for in a in a newer construction property. Laundry's upstairs. Nice little um, box vault in the ceiling with some light details. Huge owner suite. Walk in shower. Separate tub and shower. Um, three bedrooms upstairs. There's a nice flex room on the main level. Open floor plan. Nice really? natural materials, hard, hardwood floors, tile, two car garage. You know, it's about twenty two hundred square feet, unfinished basement. Where Egress windows are already in. Has uh, you know, sump pump, of course, and all that being installed in twenty seventeen. Everything mm-hmm. up to code. Um, you could probably finish off another thousand square feet in the basement. So oh, really? about thirty two hundred square feet. You could put another bedroom in. Nice rec room. So super cool place. It's on Portland Avenue. Portland. Um, on the okay. south side of Minneapolis. Nice. And, uh, yeah, 515. So there's some houses that are popping up all around in that area and the higher price points, which I like. 
because over the winter it was a lot of the lower stuff yeah. that was still kind of lagging right. on the market. Mm-hmm. Your 275s, your 320s, and now we're seeing some of the 400s, 450s, and $500,000 houses come on the market as, as spring enters. So. You know what I'm surprised about, Keith, is we've got a few people who are who are looking to buy, first-time home buyers actually, in the – and they're looking at that split entry house, you know, or the small Rambler, Ridgefield Ranch, or whatever it is that I love so much. And I thought that that I'm surprised at the price points. Yeah, why they're still strong or what? Yes, yeah, yeah, they're still very strong. And I and uh, so there was a little bit of an anticipation that that maybe we're going to see some of those like older, smaller split entries that were in the, like three and a quarter or something like that drop down to two ninety nine, yeah. and they haven't. Yeah, I think they'll hold their value well because there's still a lack of inventory. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're seeing um, an enormous swell of, of inventory overall. And the more economical options that are out there will hold their value better than the higher priced homes. Mm-hmm. Homes that are at, you know, six, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars, those ones you'll see, you know, some some good negotiation power. Um, you'll see some softening in pricing as the price goes up. Whereas the the folks that are coming out of an apartment complex, dual income, no kids yet, um, you know, they can still mm-hmm. go out and, like I did when I was their age, buy a house for 6.875% mm-hmm. and get in your first property. Sure. You know, so it, it's going to be a decent spring for those folks. I think, remember, we talked a lot about years ago, like how much the first time home buyer was in the market and how that impacted the overall right. market. For mm-hmm. sure. That's the conversation again. Yeah. Well, the absolutely. first time home buyer, as opposed to what we were working on the last two, three, four years, is the move up buyer. And the move up buyer and will will largely be out of the market. Speak to timing a little bit on that. What do you think? Do you think that there's a because we always talk about, or I do, uh, like the Super Bowl when they kick the when they kick off for the Super Bowl. That's like kicking off the real estate market at the same mm-hmm. time. That's it's what just, you said for yeah, but just like it's yeah. it's the kickoff. That's that seems to be when the intention you know switches. What about those different price ranges? Do they have? Do they experience different kickoffs, if you will? Yeah, I think so because we have people that are. Typically, when you have a higher-priced home, you have a more established family or somebody that is a little more you know, well-to-do. Maybe they have a couple kids in school. Mm-hmm. And so you look at who's probably selling those properties. And like for me, I have three kids that are you know, 9, 11, and 13. And I'm not going to move at in the last semester of school. Right. You know, I'm right. just not going to do that to my kids. Yeah. So we're going to wait until, you know, May, June before we start dealing with that, probably April, May. Mm-hmm. And so we might put our house on the market in May with anticipating a June or July closing if we're going to be moving up. So you're looking then at that $500,000, $450,000 small two-story or... or that's going to be moving? That's going mm-hmm. to be coming on the market then. Yeah, I'd say you're like 450 April, to 700 mm-hmm. Like those properties are going to be more weighted towards summer sales. Uh-huh. And... Uh, you know your townhouses, your smaller uh, properties in the city. Those things are starting to go. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If if those folks don't have having kids in school makes no difference to those folks that right. are looking to move and buy and all that stuff. It's more heavily weighted towards than the leasing activity and you know uh, um, expirations of leases and things like that and the weather or and investors and, the and investors right. looking to, uh, to buy investment properties well they're <laughs> i mean they should be busy over you know your october november december january february months 
um, is when investors are typically like, oh, okay, I'm going to get my best deals over this time. Maybe yeah. inventory is lower. Great. Mm-hmm. But you have those lagging inventory properties during that time. So that's kind of what you're hoping to pick up during that time. Yep. And then all throughout the year, if yeah, there's yeah. anybody that, you know, if there's blood in the water, you're going to go take a look at it right. and see what caused it. And then maybe it's something, maybe it's not. Um, but yeah, I think that the you know those folks that have children, they're going to be more heavily weighted towards that time. And then you have your graduation folks. Mm-hmm. So I think that in that market where you have those four fifty to six hundred and fifty thousand dollars houses in X Y Z suburb, those people are staying in those homes unless they're getting divorced or somebody's dying and moving out of state or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Those folks are staying in the home for twenty years, right? And so you have kind of this bottleneck of inventory, and that's why I think builders focus on that inventory is because people are looking for that to move up. It's more profitable for them, yeah. so with the building Margins developments too. like that, right? <laughs> um, but those folks are waiting till after their graduation, and they might be more of that like summer to fall listing opportunity um, for people that want to have their graduations and all that stuff. Yeah, so. I mean, people always. You know, make comments about builders how they they always build the you know they you can't get in for anything under six hundred thousand you know they complain about mm-hmm. that but if you look at the cost of development of that land yeah I mean you can't you can't have two hundred thousand dollars into a home site what's the lowest you're seeing around the Twin Cities for new there's builds? actually there some developments yeah high threes maybe or not so Invergrove we were just talking about this the other day at a family thing that we were at I don't even remember when it was but. We are talking about um, Invergrove and Woodbury, and I didn't even mention Invergrove, but Woodbury and Lakeville in particular. Mm-hmm. Invergrove also has a lot of land. I think that Invergrove has kind of bottlenecked their development, um, and you can weigh in well, on that. Well, they've specifically made the Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time, want, but my point to acreage. Calvin, so we got a minute left. Um, Invergrove has developments right now that they're building splits. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like because there's not a lot of availability for that Smart. around the yep. metro area. So there are <laughs> things available in that three hundred thousand dollar price point, like three to four hundred in new construction properties that are in Invergrove Heights and Invergrove Heights and Egan School District, um, and and um, and great locations and proximities to Minneapolis and St. Paul. Mm-hmm. And so there are options for people if you're in a townhouse in the South Metro and you're looking for a place to land. There's some great new construction in Invergrove Heights that we can talk to you about. Um, and there's new construction all over the metro area that's still going. And what's great about it now is that you don't have to compete with 30 people, and builders are putting incentives out there, and there's great uh, financing incentives, too, that Calvin can share in the next segment for uh, maybe going out and buying a new house. So we're going to head out to break here. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to our website, hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. Or give us a call at 612-627-8000. That number again is 612-627-8000, and we'll be right back.